This is Rolling with Tay Podcast, and I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tay, and this is episode seven, and my guest is Nadir. Um, Nadir and I met via Strava, which is a social media app basically for people engaged in different type of activities such as cycling, hiking, kayaking, running, so on and so forth. We started following each other, and then from there, we connected. Um, I would post pictures of my bike in front of different street, uh, murals in the Bronx, and the deer was like, hey, I have to come out to the Bronx and have you show me around. I said, all right, just let me know when. Uh, we planned a date, and then he came on out from Jersey. He rode his bike from Jersey to the Bronx, and I showed him around, and then ever since then, we've stayed connected. Um, he's invited me out to Jersey to um, different cycling events. I met some of his cycling buddies, and it's just been all love. So I want to first thank you for uh, uh, being a guest on my show, as well as, you know, just, you know, staying down. Like, <laughs> I mean, you, you're like, you're such a, a, a cool person, you know, on and off the bike. So, um I just, you know, thank you. <laughs> and thank you for, like, you know, actually trusting me to show you around the Bronx. <laughs> 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 you know, but, um, yeah. Right. So, uh, oh, uh, we can get right, can get into, right it. into it. All right. Um, what got you into cycling? Huh. What got me into cycling, I don't know if there's any specific thing that got me into cycling. I've been riding a bike before we called it cycling. Uh, when I was a teenager, that's how, you know, we would travel to the next neighborhood. We would ride our bikes. And for me, it continued on. I just, I just had the love of it. Even in high school, I used to actually go on dates on the bike <laughs> and uh before i got a car i would ride my bike back and forth to work and when i bought my first car i actually rode my bike to get my first car and the first thing i bought after i bought the car was a bike rack <laughs> so that's how long i've been riding and it's just been something that i've loved to do since I was a kid, I, I don't know if there's anything that drew me to it, except that just was what I like to do. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, how often do you ride? I try to ride every day that there's not inclement weather. I ride, I commute to and from work for the most part. Uh, pretty much every day I'm on the bike. And if I'm off of work at a decent hour, then I'm on the bike for some leisure riding after work. Wow. So what is that commute like? How many miles? Uh, my commute is only about four and a half miles uh, to work. And so when I get off, what I will try and do is take a different route home that will give me maybe 15 to 20 miles to come, you know, before I get home. So that's you're aiming for twenty miles round trip. About yeah, about twenty miles uh, a day. I try to do that, you know, on the days that I'm riding. 
on the weekends is my big number days. I try to do uh, 50 and above on a Sunday. And you go to work Monday. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yes, go to work on Monday. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any rest days? Um, my rest day is on the bike. Mm. That's my, my, my rest day because it's relaxing to me. It's not a chore. It's nothing is not difficult for me. It's, it's I have different bikes and I have different ways that I ride. So if I'm on like a, sometimes I have a day off during the week and there's nobody else around. So I'm not going to get a real serious ride. I'm just going to go out and cruise. So I'm just cruising and it's not, you know, it's not a hard ride. It's a cruising ride. Or I might run some errands, go to the bank, go pay a bill here, go to the store there and rack up some miles that way. Mm. Mm. Speaking of bikes, when we first met, you told me you had at one time upwards to 25 bikes is that correct like you had a lot of bikes <laughs> yeah at one time at one time i actually had i counted 27 bikes that i rode and i was in the stage of uh i guess i was kind of collecting bikes they weren't all new they were mostly were used and you know, refurbish something like that because I was trying to encourage people in the neighborhood to ride a bike that was inexpensive. I would mm. buy it and fix it up and hopefully somebody else would want to ride. And so it came to a point where I actually had 27 bikes that I had in my basement and I rode at one point in time. So yeah, it's it's not it's not that bad anymore. Sheesh. Mm. I I have two. <laughs> I, I you know I live in an apartment, so I don't have space for many bikes. But sheesh. Yeah, I, I think I'm down to eleven now. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, wow, that is that is impressive. That is impressive. But you have different bikes for different types of riding. Yes, I have uh, two recumbent bikes, which are the, the low riders that you sit down in the seat mm-hmm. and your feet are out. I have two of those. Um, I have two road bikes. I have uh, one fixie, actually two fixies. And I have a tandem and a, quite a few mountain bikes nice what what type of do well do you have a type of biking that you enjoy the most i actually enjoy mountain biking the most it's i find it to be more uh challenging you know more of a challenge you have to work the total of your body to do it uh it's more peaceful because you don't have to worry about cars you don't have to worry about children running out in front of you the only thing you have to worry about is not falling off a cliff. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Maybe I'll get there one day. Like, yeah. I'll... 
Yeah, mountain biking is a whole different type of biking. It's, it's a whole different type. It's, you know, it's freeing. I love nature. I love being out in, you know, out in the wilderness and seeing God's creation at its purest state. Mm. And that's something that you don't get in in the road bike. In a road bike, often you're riding fast. Yeah. And so, you, you know, you're flying past things and you're not really getting a chance to enjoy the view as you do on a mountain bike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. You know, I can compare it to a little bit like driving a car versus riding a bike. There you go. Very much the same. Wow. Wow. So where do you go mountain biking? Um, there are several places here in Jersey. We have, we have a lot of mountains uh, or trails here in Jersey, um, we even have one area. It's uh, in in uh, Mount Vernon, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. They have a ski resort, but in the summertime, of course, they can't ski, so they do extreme downhill mountain biking, where you take your bike up on a slope, on a <sighs> on a lift, like you would do with skis. They take you to the top of the mountain, and then you ride down. Like, I have anxiety just thinking about <laughs> what you just said. Like, you, <laughs> what? Oh, my yeah. goodness. It, it's like a rush and a high that drugs can't give you, you know? It's 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 a real rush, you know, kind of like jumping out of an airplane, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I... <laughs> We're, so we're friends on Instagram and Nadir will send me um, like posts of different type of mountain biking and I just get anxious looking at that. I'm mm. just like, this is, <laughs> oh my gosh, it looks fun. I'm not going to lie. It definitely yes. looks fun. Yes. But not for me. Like, I think mm. I'll just rather just watch it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I'll ever be at that stage where I'm just like, you know, right, once you try it, once you try it, just like before you ever rode a century, you probably said I would never ride a century. But once you ride it and you get the exhilaration and you get it under your belt and you say, whoa, it can be done. Then you reach for higher heights. You are right. You are. You are right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take me a while to get to it. <laughs> Oh man, but that's cool though. That and I never really thought about mountain biking like that. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, until I, we spoke, and right. I was, he was like, "Yeah, you should come out and ride with me." I'm like, mm. <laughs> 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 "Not yet, not yet." But do you ride those trails in the winter time, like with snow, or do um, you mainly yeah. just do it? Mm-hmm. I I ride all year long. And I do more mountain biking in the wintertime because when you're riding in, uh, you know, on the street in the winter, it's extremely cold. Yeah. But when you're in the woods, the trees kind of block the wind. So you don't get that wind chill factor. And mm. it's, more, it's more apt for uh, mountain biking in the wintertime. But I ride, I ride all year long. And I have a fat tire bike to ride in the snow. 
And I'm assuming that's the best. For for snow, yes. For the snow, yes. Speaking of the snow, so again, when we were when we first met, you told me this story that your local newspaper did an article on you. Yes. And what was the article about? Um, I was riding into work in. Let me see. That was probably. We're 2021, so it had to be around 2014, 2015. We had a really bad snowstorm, and people were calling out of work left and right, and they were really, like, trying to encourage people, just please come, come to work. And I rode to work. I rode my mountain bike to work in a snowstorm. So my, my postmaster saw me. And he ran and got the camera. He took a picture of me riding. And I had my duffel bag on my back. And I'm riding in. And I mean, the snow was way deep. And it was coming down. The picture. And he sent it to the local paper. And they wrote a nice little article um, about how, you know, dedicated the the, um, Montclair Post Office was. That they had employees that was willing to ride their bikes just to get to work. They didn't know that I was doing it just for fun. <laughs> yeah. you, you were doing it anyway. It didn't matter. Yeah. That was that was a challenge for me because I remember when what made me start riding year round because I used to only ride in the good weather. Mm-hmm. And before I got that job, I was working at a halfway house, and I was on my way to work one night. And it's about maybe one, two o'clock in the morning. I'm on my way to work. And it was a really bad snow out. And the street that I live on is kind of like a hill. It's not as hilly as the Bronx, but it was it's a nice climb. And I saw an older gentleman riding a mountain bike with a shovel. And he was going out to shovel shovel out to make some money. And he had an old I never forget. Now, if you know about a Magna, a Magna is a bike that you buy in like Kmart. <laughs> and I said to myself, I'm riding one of the top brand bikes out here. And if he could do it, and he's much older than I am. Mm-hmm. I could do it. And so the next day, I rode my bike to work that night, and I've been riding all year ever since. Wow, that's what's up. That's dope. Yeah, and if, I think if it wasn't for me seeing that guy, which gave me the incentive to ride all year, I would probably would be a seasonal rider mm-hmm. you know, because I would ride until it got you know cold and snowy out, and I would put my bike up until the springtime came. But after I saw that guy ride, I was like, if he could do it, and he was, like I said, he was much older than I was at the time. And I'm like, if he could do it, I could do it. <laughs> so I've been all year long ever since. If that ain't motivation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I know his motivation was a little bit more because he was out trying to make some money. Yeah. The hustle. You know, I do it because I want to do something that nobody else can do. Yeah. You want to challenge yourself. Right. That's what's up. Um, I often, well, 
I got a trainer, so now I ride. I can ride all year round. If mm-hmm. it's too hot, I can throw my bike on the trainer. If it's too cold, I throw my bike on the trainer. It's pouring outside, <laughs> I can throw my bike on the trainer. But um, when it drops down below 45, I'm usually not outside. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if it's if it's like pouring outside, I'm not outside. Right. But when I first got my road bike, I was outside. Mm. Couldn't tell me anything. <clears throat> but now I know, like, uh, 45, I may push the 40, you know, if it's supposed to warm up, if it's windy, you know, I, I, I look at the weather, I play it by ear. Right. But, you know, because riding outside and riding on a trainer is not the same thing. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> it's not the same thing. And for me, I'll get bored sometimes riding on my trainer. Right. And I just like, let me just go outside. Even if it's just around a block or a couple blocks, let me go outside. So um, every time I come back in, I'm like, dang, I'm glad I went out. Right, right. I think coldest I've been out for a ride was 10 degrees. Yep, yep. <laughs> It was a rough one. It was a rough. It was a short ride. It was a short, you know because when you get ten degrees, you're not gonna be out there long. Yeah, you're, you're gonna get cold. Your hands gonna freeze. I don't care what kind of equipment you have. You're gonna get cold, and once you get cold, it's not fun anymore. You know. So, and I ride for fun mostly. Yeah. Yes. So, not fun is real difficult for me to be out there. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. When you start feeling pain <laughs> it's not fun anymore and, and not at all the pain like if you feel pain of maybe I just need to push through it mm-hmm. then accomplish it but when you feel the pain of this is not you can't push through it like freezing fingers yeah, and toes you can't push through that so then it just begins to be a chore and it's no fun anymore. Yeah. No, you're right. I I agree. <laughs> my fingers get cold. It's a wrap. I'm like, I'm going back home. I can't do this. <laughs> um, I consider you the Kevin Bacon of cycling in New Jersey. Like, Kevin Bacon, huh? Anytime I meet someone from New Jersey, I ask them if they know you. And if they don't know you, I'm sure that they know someone that knows you. You know, like you, you're you're really involved in the cycling scene in New Jersey. Um, what got you into that? Like just being involved in different clubs and uh, um, helping out different clubs. You know, that is probably something that was instilled in me from my mother. My mother was like the local neighborhood mother. And she always had some type of program that she ran that was a community-based program. Uh, I grew up in a group. We had a group as I was a teenager called the Fox Hunters. And we was a community-based program. So that was something that I've always been into is giving back, helping the community, helping the public, doing stuff like that. I, you know, I've always, I've had jobs where I've always worked as some sort of public servant or, you know, servicing people. And I actually enjoy it. So 
when you combine that with cycling, something that I love, it just makes it easier. It's not mm-hmm. even sure. It's just like it's natural. And when I see the growth of the urban cycling clubs within the last two years, it's something that really warms my heart. So mm-hmm. anything that I can do to help that growth and development in a positive fashion, you know, I'm going to be eager to do it. Because like I said, this is just something that I love. I love all the way around. Nice. Nice. Are you, so Bike for Life, mm-hmm. is that your organization or? Yes. Okay. Bike for Life is a bike club that is comprised mainly of a group of us who are, when I say brothers, I don't mean biological brothers, but even closer than that. We are we are brothers who have been together since the age of nine, ten years old. Mm. That we came together as friends first, and then we actually grew up in each other's houses. Like they called my mother mom, I called their mother ma, and their father, like that. So we got beatings by each other's parents. <laughs> We got chastised. We got advised. You know, we got the good stuff. All of that. We got fed by each other's parents. And so we are more brothers than we are a club. That's mm-hmm. the nation of Bike for Life. And how Bike for Life came about was one night we were out riding. Because I, I, had, I was, like I said, I was riding for years. And then one of my brothers, Samad, he had... Uh, got in prostate cancer mm-hmm. and I had tried to encourage them to ride I said listen man you need to ride you need to get to, into cycling you need to get into cycling my brother Hassan he always rode but he didn't ride the way I rode he he was more of an urban rider mm-hmm. and I'm more of a outgoing you know all over rider so you know we got together and tried to encourage the, the brothers to get on bikes. So we got about six of them to go out and buy bikes. And we started riding together. We didn't have a club name at the time. And about six or seven years ago, we were out riding and we had went to a a night ride where they had lights at, you know, in uh, Jersey city. Mm Mm-hmm. So on the way home, they was like, yo, nah, that was really nice, man. I really enjoyed it. You know, we could do something like that. And now in, in Elizabeth, where we grew up at. So from on that time, we decided to do a nightlight ride in Elizabeth. So we said, well, we want to do this for a cause, though. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it was two weeks before October, which is breast cancer, you know, uh, cancer month. So we said, let's do a ride for cancer. And so we planned to do a ride for cancer. We said, okay, we got to come up with a name for And somehow we came up with that we were biking for life. Mm. You know, because we were biking to stay healthy, to have a good, healthy life. And the cause of our first event was going to be, you know, to help life 
So that's how we came up with the name Bike for Life. And we've been a club. And this is this will be our seventh this year. Will be our seventh um, cancer ride in October, God willing. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing yeah. how it started, and you know, and how far you guys have come. Yes, our first one. We put the ride together in 13 days. And we had the, our first ride, we had over 100 riders. Wow. In 13 days, we put the ride together from start to finish. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, been, it's been, by God's grace, it's been a success. Every year, it's gotten bigger and better. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's to the point now we have a police escort the whole nine yards. We is it's, it's sanctioned by the city. You know, when we first did it, we did it our first two years. We got city input. It was just us doing a ride and they saw the magnitude of what we would do and the large numbers that came out and the city actually volunteered to get involved. Mhm. Based on what they saw us doing, you guys are changing lives. <laughs> you, you know, you're changing lives, and you're encouraging people to ride, to get out there and get healthy and ride. Yes. So, kudos to y'all. Kudos to Bike for Life. <laughs> yes, yes. Bike for Life is definitely. Um, a beacon, uh, beacon light in the community, um, and we're trying to, like you know, we do weekly training rides. Uh, Samad is actually a small scale. We try to do something weekly on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. Organize other rides. Um, we do trainings for different clubs for uh, bike safety, bike maintenance, road safety, you know, signals and the likes of that. Um, so, yeah. So we're, we're trying to be in the community. We're trying to be proactive. We're trying to, you know, show the, the goodness of cycling and all of the positive aspects of it. That's right. That's right. Cycling is great, guys. <laughs> get on a bike. <laughs> Even if you get on it once a week, twice a week, you know, the more you ride, the better you feel. Yes. I can contest to that. I agree 110%. Anytime I'm feeling like, um, let me get on the bike. I get on that bike and I feel better. Yes. I feel better. So, yeah. I definitely agree with you on that. Do you have any personal cycling goals? If so, what are they? Oh, I have my personal goal as far as cycling is to ride in as many states in the United States as I possibly can. Mm. And if I'm able to, Upon retiring or having the time, I want to take a trek across country from 
the East Coast to the West Coast. Mm. That that those are my my cycling goals. Big goals. Um, my small goals are to help to train as many people as possible to cycle in a safe and proficient manner to help uh, as many of the urban clubs um, that I can. Um, For a long time, I've done charity rides, uh, multiple sclerosis, uh, cancer, uh, you name it, autism, you name it, I've done charity rides. So I want to continue doing that. Hopefully I can uh, be an influence in bringing the urban community mm-hmm. to the cycling that benefits the greater people at large. You mm-hmm. know, cycling, just a cycle. But now let's put the cycling in and make a cause out of it. Out of it. In fact, I'm with another group that I think our name is going to be and this might not be exactly right uh, something like the scholarship fund club where last year we rode from New Jersey to Washington DC to Howard University wow and we did that to raise money for a young girl who did, wasn't able to afford college and so by doing that ride, we were able to raise the money to get her to college. So from that was born that we're going to do this annually. Mm-hmm. This year, the ride is going to be uh, August, the weekend of the 22nd or the 27th, one of those weekends. And we, we, we have larger numbers. Last year was six of us. This year, the crowd is growing. And so we're hoping to do this on an annual basis and get more and more people involved. I have a connection with, I'm also with Major Taylor. Mm -hmm. So I have a connection with Major Taylor in Philadelphia, who's going to meet us in Philly and ride with us a portion of the ride. And then a couple of the... uh, biking clubs from the um, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area will meet us and escort us into D.C. Um, So that's how I'm in the process of trying to make that connection. So hopefully this year, it'll be a big deal. Last year, we had a, a news reporter from the New York Times come and she was trying, she wrote a, a piece and she was trying to get it put into the New York Times, but she she didn't guarantee. But this year, mm-hmm. this year we're hoping that we're going to get some 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 press with the amount of people and uh, the amount of advertising that we're doing. Last year, we we were met at Howard University by the White House photographer. Wow. And so I'm proud to say that I got my picture taken with the same camera that the Obamas got their picture taken. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. Okay. So, so you know, through cycling, we, 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 
we doing some things. And so these are my goals is to do stuff to benefit people. Right. You know, so yes, the, that I definitely have some, some personal goals to do. Well, I know you will accomplish them. And you, as well as the bike club, are doing uh, amazing work. Like, that is, that is so cool that you're able to... You're, you're changing lives. I said this earlier. You're changing lives, but you, you're changing lives through biking. We're trying. We're trying the best. We're working, we're working hard. We're working hard. And, and, and you know, I'm going to tell you, like, through this cycling, I have met so many positive people like yourself. You know, you know, for years we were friends on Strava. Yeah. And, you know, it would be like at nighttime I would come in and I'm winding down. And, you know, most people, they wind down with a glass of wine. <laughs> I, I would wind down to Strava. <laughs> So now I done, I done had my day. I done did my ride. I'm 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 logging in my ride on Strava. Let me see what Tasia did over there in the Bronx today. Okay, <laughs> she did this. You know, now I got people over here. I've met so many people on Strava. Yeah, that is unbelievable. You know, it, it's it's really unbelievable. It's like so many good people. So, so, you know, and you're doing good work yourself. Um, like, like I said, watching your rise inspired me. I'm like, wow, okay, this young girl over here doing her thing. I want to go out to the Bronx and ride a little bit like that. <laughs> I want to, because like I said, I, I love art. I love, you know, the urban scenery. So when I think, like, I want to go up into the Bronx, I don't know the Bronx. Mm-hmm better than somebody from the Bronx. All right, let me see if Tasia's down to her, you know, take me for a quick tour. Boom, we hook up. Like you said, it was a beautiful time. Um, I tell everybody about that. They was like, for real? I was like, listen, it was such a beautiful time that it was just unbelievable, you know? Yeah. I'm glad you could come out. Yes. You know, it, it makes me wish that I didn't even have to work that I could just ride more. Yeah. You know. I'm but with you on that. That was a nice ride. I, and I look forward to the next one. Yeah. Now I got to do some scouting. <laughs> now I got to do some scouting and take you some different places to show you some different uh, works of art. Yeah. Because I, like I said, I told, I was, you know, I told everybody, they was like, for real. I said, man, listen. And they was like, wow, where we going? Where we going? Now I was like, where we going? <laughs> Who's going? I said, all right, I'm gonna hook something up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the pressure's on. I definitely got to get together now. <laughs> yeah, but listen, it was it was a beautiful time. Even if we went to see the same things, you know, that was last year. Yeah, you know, so it's it still is like new to me. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely um, scout some places and to show you and the other cyclists from Jersey. And, uh, yeah, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Because, in fact, we were just talking tonight that we haven't did a New York ride in a, in a while. Because we used to do New York, you know, going to Manhattan every Friday. Friday night was the Manhattan ride. Oh. We haven't been, you know, since when the pandemic hit, you know, a lot of things cut down. So yeah. really haven't branched out like that. 
But uh, yeah, so we definitely will be, you know, headed back to the city, you know, the Bronx and, and hitting some of those spots, you know, in the very near future. Nice, nice. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Well, i like to thank you again for being my guest. And yeah. um, like I said, inviting me out to Jersey, um, introducing me to the Jersey folks. Um, I, I really appreciate it. And um, whenever you're ready to come back to the Bronx, well, give me, give me some notice. Because like I said, I got to do some scouting. It's coming soon. You better scout. <laughs> oh, man. Is there any final words, any piece of advice for anybody that's unsure about getting on a bike? Um, my advice is don't knock it until you try it. And when you do try it, try it with someone that is responsible, um, with a little bit of background behind themselves so that your experience can be a good experience. Cause I've, I've found that when people have a good first experience in cycling, then they're eager to come back. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they go out and they don't have a good first experience and then they'll just quit. Mm. So, you know, you try to make sure you get with somebody who is concerned with your safety and your well-being and that's going to teach you, you know, all the nuances of riding because it's, it can become, it's like an art. You have to do it and you do it right and the more right you do it, the more fun you're going to have. Yeah. You know, so that's my, my advice to anybody who is uh, somewhat thinking about cycling. You know, take the opportunity to go out and do it. And I guarantee you, if you do it with some people who care about cycling and they care about the cycling community, then they're going to make sure that you enjoy yourself and you're going to enjoy yourself and you're going to come back. And you're going to do it again and again and again. And the more you do it, the easier it's going to get. And to enjoy it. And it'll become a part of your life like it is mine. That's right. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you know, the sentiments of a true cyclist. <laughs> is not whether I'm going to ride today. It's. What bike am I going to ride? Where am I going to ride? That's that's what a cyclist, how you think. That's right. Where am I riding today? Where am I riding today? Who am I, who I want to call today? Or do I want to go solo? Or how how I want to do it, you know? That's right. <laughs> that was me a couple of days ago. Where, where am I going to ride? Am I just going to ride by myself? Yeah, let me get it in. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. <laughs> yep. Well, again, thank you so much. Um, This has been episode seven of Rolling With Tay podcast. I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tay, and thanks for listening.